What are you wearing over your shoulders? Uh, it is hmm? blanky because I'm in the basement, so it's my Star Wars blanky. I'm in the basement, but I'm not wearing a blanky. Well, my basement is cold. Okay. And there are wolves after me. That's your intro right there. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. A show that doesn't believe in chakras at all. Really doesn't. No chakras. No chi. Crystals are not useful for anything but magnification. And that's about it. And they're, re- they're really good to put, like, wine in. Oh, yeah. Like wine glasses. Um, I, I like to hang them in the window because you get that spectrum-y thing when the light's right. The cat That's magic. Them. That's magic. It's magic. It's magic. magic. It's magic that drove Isaac Newton blind. Yeah. My name is Scott. My name is Jeff. My name is Dan. And we still have no old business, unless anyone has old business. I have no old business. All right, so nope. pick, pick of the week. What you got, Dano? Well, considering the subject of today's show, I'm pulling one from the enemy camp. I finally saw Suicide Squad. Uh-oh. 240 minutes of stuff. I will say, I will say, they did get dead, uh, Will Smith did do a pretty good dead shot. Margot Robbie was a pretty good Harley Quinn when she could hold the accent. I liked that Harley a lot better than just, you know, plain American Harley. And it was actually funny to see Jai Courtney act. <laughs> now, Jai Courtney only act. downside is, the only downside is, with all these great characters, because it's done by a committee over there at DC, they didn't have a story to stick them to. Because Enchantress, really? Oh, evil magic. Piss poor CGI actress's head on top of a dancer. Yeah. Stuff. And also there's that moment where like, wait, Midway Cities is Hawkman's town. He's got a ton of Egyptian crap. He's got this problem solved. He just voodoos it or something, right? Well, and the, the fact that this story is supposed to be events taking place over, like, three days. And one, you know, the, 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 the Enchantress, an ancient being. Hmm. They got this hero called Wonder Woman. She's killed plenty of ancient beings. Why the fuck isn't she showing up? It's, it, it's weird. It's awkward. They were busy getting coffee. <laughs> they were all getting coffee. Everyone was out of town. <laughs> Wonder Woman Meanwhile, was like, the Hall of Justice, Batman, Wonder Woman are sipping Starbucks. I mean, there's some big going on at Midway. Do you think we should get involved? Nah. Wonder Woman was somewhere sitting on a beach drinking a Mai Tai. I was like, fuck this. It's my day off. Bruce didn't send me an email, so. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Uh, Jeff. My pick of the week goes to the meal I just had because it was really good. My brother's birthday was yesterday. We went to Cracker Barrel. I had catfish and sweet corn and fried apples and sweet tea. It's about as redneck a meal as you could eat, and I don't care. It was delicious. 
I don't care. It was delicious. I'm, I'm not going di- I'm not, I'm not to dispute the power of a good catfish dinner. Damn right. I am a happy little jab man. I take that back. I'm not little. Scott, go. All right. So I got to tip my hat to Team Four Star once again because they released the Broly movie. <laughs> and I'm going to say that I'm, I'm with... Your power level? I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm with Team Four Star. I kind of think that Broly is the worst thing about shonen anime like he is the embodiment of everything that's dumb and wrong with shonen shows and he's so cool but that's so dumb (laughs) but he's so cool and your your hair smells like lavender i mean your hair looks like lavender and smells like strawberries (laughs) Um, i like it when he goes princess trunks and trunks is like oh my god (laughs) go go get me the hell out of here right now please oh my god (laughs) But yeah, they made that movie fun and entertaining, and I'm and I'm curious to see what they do with two more goddamn Broly movies. <laughs> I, I I always love Broly just just for that simple reason, like Vegeta said, he is so cool, but so dumb. Like, he, he had such a great idea for a villain. It was the dumbest possible origin story you could have come up with. Kakarot cried like a lot. <laughs> Please don't trigger my son. <laughs> my power is maximum. Understand? He's such an incredible badass, but his story is so stupid. He is literally a giant fucking baby. <laughs> What's a king to a god? What's a god to a non-believer? <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> it drops him so cool. <laughs> <sighs> I can't wait to see how they handle the Cell games. Oh, that's going to be an exciting couple of months. Oh, yeah. Cell, did you kill the South Galaxy? There's a South oh. Galaxy? Never mind. Nope. I, like, I enjoy that, Alex. Nope. Uh, that was fun. Uh. So, dear sir, what yep. nerdy topic are we talking about today? So, we're, we're back to Marvel. We're doing another twofer. And where do we want to start? Uh, Doctor Strange or Luke Cage? Let's go Luke Cage. Yeah. All right. Let's so, go chronolo- or chronological. All right. So I'm going to say something very controversial. I'm going to cut against the grain of nerd culture consensus. Dum dum dum. I appreciate the pace of Luke Cage. I like that it's a slow groove and that there are scenes where two guys just kind of talk to each other about books and that there's, you know, everyone has a bit of a backstory except for Zip, who's just a putz that everyone smacks around, which is great. Mm. Gotta have a guy like that. I, I like I, that. I like that it just had room to breathe and have a sense of place. Because I mean, two seasons of Saving Hell's Kitchen. We all we, all of Hell's Kitchen we see is one bar and one law office. Like Harlem felt a little more. There's a real. hell of a lot of hallways in Hell's Kitchen. I'm just saying. There are some. There are well. I mean, this is a Mar- Netflix Marvel where uh, dour people punch things in hallways. I guess. Right. <laughs> In Netflix Marvel, you do not want to be in a hallway. I mean, just don't. Something bad's going to happen. No, never stand in hallways. Someone's going to show up with a shotgun, uh, or you're going to get thrown through a door and then battered with a microwave. (laughs) (laughs) I I enjoyed... I I didn't enjoy the first couple episodes because I like the slower pace, I'll agree with you, but it it was such a slow pace to get going. The biggest problem I have with the series is... 
Cottonmouth was such a kick-ass villain. I loved him. I loved his story. I loved the plot. And they killed him halfway through. See, uh, no, Cottonmouth no, 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 was great, no, 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 and the no, actor no, was no, great. No. And Cottonmouth was so cool. Why? I understand if you want to kill him at the end of the season and then save, was it Tombstone for Diamond season back. two? Diamondback. For season Diamondback. Right. Diamondback. Pardon me. Yeah. Diamondback for season two. I was like, okay, fine. You want to save him for later. You could have let the way through. He was such a good villain. And I understand if you want to kill him at the end, especially since his sister killed him, essentially. That was such a cool scene. After that, I was like, I was cut in mouth. <laughs> well, that was such a change of pace for it because you saw someone who thought they were doing good fall into the rabbit hole and realize it's much better for me to be a bad guy. <laughs> and I like that. The, I can't think of the, the character, but it's the guy who wears sunglasses at Shades. night. His name Shades. Is Shades. I wear my sunglasses at night. That after seeing that, rather than thinking, oh, God, she's psycho. I got to get away from it. He goes, no, I can mold this. I can <laughs> make something out of this. And no, uh, that, it just... I enjoyed the action scenes, even though they were light. I enjoyed the, the characterization, which was the best part of this. It was a fun ride. But I didn't care for Diamondback. It was just like, like man, we should add more build for you. More. He's, he's just sneering and malignant, but there's there's nothing there's nothing subtle. There's nothing behind it. It's just like, Daddy the goofy didn't love outfit me. They put him in for the finale. Well, I, I appreciate that they... This outfit. I understand they're trying to give the look of the old... You know, comic books was like, no, it looks stupid in the comic books. It looks even stupider. And that's not a word. I don't care. Well, in real life. Well, it, it's well, great that they, again, it's Hammer Tech, right? And yeah, of course, yeah. Hammer Tech has to look stupid and not quite work right. Yeah, that's kind of their bit. And well, um, I, I, the thing for me about Luke Cage was the story stayed focused throughout the entire series season. Like, Issue, you know, the issues with like the second season of Daredevil, their story was all over the place, bouncing back and forth between all the stuff about uh, Punisher, Matt, Matt, and well, yeah, the stuff with the Punisher, and then the stuff with Matt dealing with Electra, dealing with the stuff for the hand. There, there's no way to mesh those two stories together. But with Luke Cage, it's so focused on Luke, you know, getting sick and tired of running all the time getting involved with the gang politics in Harlem and then also finding out that his backstory is involved with the gang politics that are going on in Harlem felt so much more natural. And there's no, there's no real wasted episodes. Everything kind of feels like a, almost like a a chapter in a book, like the first part where, you know, he comes out as being a hero then there's the second part where Diamondback shows up, shoots him with that bullet, and then ruins his wep- reputation while they're sitting there trying to pull this bullet out of a man whose skin is essentially Kevlar. Yeah, and I, I, I mean, no one, no one really su- su- suspects that the guy yelling "I'm Luke Cage" might not be Luke Cage. Like, who, who Except runs around cops. punching <laughs> cops? Who runs around punching cops, shouting their own names? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Even the cops would be like, you know, I'm not, not exactly to genius, like, but I'm willing to bet yeah. he's not Luke Cage. <laughs> not to mention that, like, looking like they could do like profile stuff. It's like he's about six inches too short and about a foot less wide. 
Yeah, like he And he's, he's not wearing the yellow shirt. Why is he not wearing the yellow shirt? That's You know, I love that they actually got the classic costume in there for like that little bit. I mean, there's no yeah. way they could keep it. You look like a damn fool. <laughs> it's like, well, this was a terrible idea. <laughs> And the tiara. Oh, the tiara. Uh, and and just the hoodies. So many hoodies. Uh, that, I, well, I love that he also becomes... Like like with Daredevil, he's a myth. With uh, Jessica Jones, she's a star, like a superstar almost. But with, with Luke Cage, he's actually a neighborhood hero. He, he's your friendly like when, neighborhood bulletproof guy. Yeah, well, when, when shit goes down... Against Luke Cage, the neighborhood stands with him. Little, little shade of Spider-Man there. Little, little shade well, of Spider-Man. Like, Without the, all the uh, stupid that, that of, bit, we're in New York. Well, it's it's like that, but it's, I think there's more a case of Daredevil's a guy in a mask. Jessica Jones, for the most part, operates in the shadows, but she, she likes to pretend she's not a superhero, even though she is. Luke Cage is like, no, my name is Luke Cage. I have superpowers. I will fuck up your shit if you fuck up my friends. Come at me, bro. It's like, here's my, my name. Here's house. my address. Come and get me. Don't hurt my city. Well, also that the like whole that. conflict is built up because, or it starts because a henchman fucked up. Right. Like, well, then Cottonmouth, Cottonmouth, had no, <laughs> Cottonmouth had no beef with Pops, didn't want to start anything, knew the rules that Pops, is, you know, pulling a Highlander is a holy sect, is sacred ground. You don't do shit here. You don't swear, you don't touch it, you pay, everyone pays. Right. Except for Muhammad Ali. There are certain rules you follow with Pop. And then the guy and killed this... Pop and tore up his place, so what does he do? He chucks him off a roof. <laughs> And even then, Cottonmouth knows, well, now we got a great fine mess to deal with. <laughs> Everyone's going to be really pissed off at me. I also really Including dug, my sister. <laughs> I really dug Misty Knight in this series. Really dug her, what she was doing, how, how they she put her the character best. together. She was the best part of the climax of the final two episodes where she's hurt and kind of limping all around, taking care of things. She's hiding around in the basement and whatnot. She was the best part of that, you know, final couple episodes. Arm at some point. Well, I, mean, well, I keep thought saying that that's they're going to lead it. to. Well, they, they keep saying like you keep what you keep stressing it. You're going to lose it, and I'm like, yeah, she could lose that. Yeah, it's just a, Tony Stark's got money to spread around. He can buy her an arm. Well, I, I get the feeling that that's going to be like a thing where you in Infinity War, you're going to go to some office like VA office, and you're going to find a bunch of dudes walking around with cybernetic arms and stuff. Well, someone's going to re- reverse engineer the uh, Winter Soldier arm. Well, yeah, they do have it now. Yeah. Tony blew it off. He's like, hey, I was able to dig into this research. It works pretty good. <laughs> Cap took away his buddy. He didn't take away his buddy's arm. <laughs> so I also love the... going, I need that dude's arm. <laughs> I need this chick's arm. <laughs> That's how it's going to be. And they all show up together. Okay, I need 500 pounds of C4, lots of guns, and that lady's arm. <laughs> The hell really, you do, raccoon bitch? I also really loved the soundtrack on this show. Say again? I, I really did love the soundtrack on this show. That had a great they feel to it. They kept it simple. You know, don't, There's no need to get really fancy and get modern day rappers. And get, no, old school Harlem. I love the fact they got Dapper Dan himself to come in and get Luke Cage's suit. The only man alive who can wear a banana yellow suit and make it look damn awesome. 
That is true. Uh, so I'm I'm looking forward to more Luke Cage after everything else. Maybe a second season before after they do Defenders. I think it's going to go from Defenders straight into Power Man and Iron Fist, Heroes for Hire. Oh, that would I'm that's the thing I'm looking forward to most. Forget Defenders. That's going to be fun. We all know that. We're going to get you know the team up show. That's okay. Great dynamic in the comics of Danny Rand and Luke Cage, friend enemies. You know they're, they're just really good friends where they kind of annoy each other to death but they still hang out are you reading the new uh the new series for them not yet i want to pick that up when it comes out and you know collected issues uh the first trade is out already and it is delightful they soup up a fantastic car nice well i think i remember reading one i picked up one uh issue where he's like are we back yet and luke goes yeah i guess we're back he's like yeah Woo! And Iron Fist is you now pumped. We're back. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica Jones in the background. Oh, dear God. We named our daughter after this idiot. Ah, uh, if, if they can put that kind of fun, even just a little bit of that kind of fun into Heroes for Hire after Defenders and all that, I will be so pleased. Because yes. Marvel hasn't done a buddy cop yet. It has not done buddy cops. If there's ever a... Marvel show that could be leaning towards a comedy. It's gonna be that. Now, don't it won't go full comedy. It's like if there's ever a show you can induct a lot of comedy into, Rose for Hire. Yeah. Super rich white boy versus and the big guy from you know, the big poor guy from Harlem. <laughs> they break into a warehouse that's filled with bad guys. Are you gonna get it this time? I mean, I got the last warehouse. <laughs> He's going to meet like, Jessica Jones. So you're going to be first kid after me, are you? Danny's a great name for a girl, too. I'd just like to point that out. Why are you swinging your arm? Oh, crap. Yeah, I, I also like that meme that I shared today that Scott liked was the uh, all in the, there was that behind the scenes picture from Defenders. It showed uh, Misty, uh, Rosario Dawson's character. I'm blanking on her Claire. name. Claire and uh, Jessica Jones all in the same room talking to each other. Like, and it's uh, when all your side chicks start talking to each other. Too much I need coffee. to stop drinking coffee. <laughs> Somewhere, uh, someplace, someplace that what's that blonde chick from Daredevil's going? Hey, how'd I get left out of this yet? Well, I also kind of liked that uh, Luke Cage didn't end with him absolving his name. Yeah, like he he wasn't cleared. He he's going back to prison in Louisiana. Mm. You know, he could use a lawyer. He could use a lawyer. <laughs> and there there's Claire just assembling things or trying. Right. And you know, she she's she's always like, "Look, you I know a guy you could team up." And it's like, "No. But I know a guy you could team up." She wants the team up just as bad as the rest of us. At some point yeah, at some point he's going to go she goes, "You know, I know a lawyer." Really? Yeah. Okay, cool. He's also super. What? <laughs> what? Why, why you gotta be that way? Why <laughs> Even that call it? back in Jessica Jones where it's like, hey, you need help? I, I, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I always thought she was gonna be the night nurse, but they've kind of, speaking of our next topic, yeah. we've kind of shifted that over to Dr. Strange. No, what she is is Netflix Phil Coulson is what she is. Yep. Well, she still kind of is a night nurse because she's saved three superheroes' lives. Yeah. They, they took the character's name and way gave it to her, but she got the job of Night Nurse, I guess, in the, this Marvel universe. 
Well, Night Nurse has been a position held by I think three women in the comics. Yeah. Nah, this is true. Also, I like so, I like I like Claire's mom. I mean, she's just oh, a big yeah. part, but she's charming. He's such a nice boy. Go help him. What? Take my Wait, take my it? van. <laughs> Mama says go, you go. Well, I also kind of like the callbacks to like the movies where uh, Diamondback flips the van with the same gun that uh, the Winter Soldier used against uh, against uh, Nick Ka- Nick Fury. What is that? Did he? Um, yeah, like yeah, that. He- that's a particular flavor of uh, car flipping gun. <laughs> nice. And then I didn't notice that. in in the most recent uh, uh, Agents of Shield episode. An assassin tried to use one of the Judas bullets against the nearly indestructible new director of Shield. Ah, it's all connected, as they like to say. Little nods oh, yeah. here and there. I still want. I, I still love what the director, the director of uh, Infinity War, which may not be part one and part two. Now they're not sure. Director of Infinity War said, "You know, said it's going to be very difficult to get all the Netflix and all the TV characters and everybody in the same movie. It's going to be." Really difficult to pull that off, and basically all the fans said, "You better figure it out, then, shouldn't you?" <laughs> She's like, "Okay, okay, we'll, well, we'll get everybody in. We'll, we'll they get nailed, everybody." They in. nailed Civil War. Everyone had their moment. Well, they it, got Giant Man. Like, they okay, got well, those... Giant Man against. Uh, oh God, I'm blanking on the dude's name. Uh, they got Giant Man into Civil War. Yeah, I know. I'm just. Saying. I'm pretty sure the Netflix people like something's going to be going down with Earth. You know, like the negative zone is going to rip I'm open sure, its hair. Sure, like and and well, the agency shield, Nihilus the is going to start All that stuff that they're going to have on the TVs. You know, you're going to see them in Infinity War for like three seconds. You know, punch an alien. Okay, next punch an alien. You get to punch an alien. Everybody gets to punch an alien. You punch pretty an much, alien, and you punch an alien, and you punch an alien. <laughs> And Luke Cage comes up and you know tries to punch Thanos, and Thanos just smiles. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't think they'll throw the Netflix cast against Thanos. They're street level. They're definitely street level. Uh, oh, having... I would love to see Jessica fastball special someone. Probably Luke. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, no fastball special Iron Fist. Just put out his fist and flies like Superman right in, into somebody. Just, just chuck him like a javelin. <laughs> <laughs> Like, well, okay. he's, he's tall and gangly enough. He could do it. Yeah, Danny, put out your fist. Is it is it iron? Yeah. Hang on. What do you do? Oh my god! See, Danny Rain play like. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, Luke Cage. I, I like it. But I a still great want deal. Hugh Jackman just to show up for some stupid reason. Dude, he wants to be part of the Marvel universe. He's he's on the record stating, "Man, I really wish we could work out some kind of deal because I want to stand there next to Captain America." Even if it's just, we, we, you put him in a movie, you see him punch a guy, and he's wearing a leather jacket and jeans, and he's smoking a cigar, We don't, and we title him as Random Street Guy. It's like, you know what? I'll fill in the gaps in my own head. That was Wolverine. <laughs> so he won't be credited as Wolverine. He won't, won't even look really like Wolverine, but he'll be wearing a leather jacket, smoking a cigar. We'll figure out the rest. Credited as James. Just credited James. Credited as... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As a street hero... Number six. But Luke Cage, I really liked it. I really liked it. I was really glad of it. It's I'm... not my favorite Netflix of the Marvel Netflix shows. In fact, it's probably my least favorite, but that's still not saying it's bad. It's really good. 
because of the pacing and the fact that it was able to kind of also pay homage to the black exploitation of the comics from Luke Cage and the area it came out in, I kind of give it it's my number one for Netflix so far. Really? Hmm. Yeah, it just it it flowed right. The callbacks are great. Yeah, the stuff with Diamondback was kind of dumb, but all the other stuff with characters really overshadowed that. And Mike Coulter and is really, just charismatic as oh, fuck. This man was born to be Luke Cage. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> yeah. No, I think well, I remember, um, his, his name escapes me, but the guy he plays the Old Spice guy in the commercials. Oh, um, Terry Tate, Terry no, Crews, no. or um, Terry Crews, Isaiah Mustafa. No, Isaiah Mustafa. Isaiah Mustafa is on record being a huge Marvel comic book nerd. I mean, he is like really, really big. And he said he was, even before they announced a Luke Cage, he was like, I want to be Luke Cage. I really want to be Luke Cage. I really, really want to be Luke Cage. And he was, anyone who would listen telling him, say, please make me Luke Cage. And they made, you know, the other guy, Luke Cage, I felt sorry for him. And I watched this. I was like, yeah, Isaiah, I love you. I know you're a big fan, but you couldn't do that. Good job. <laughs> Maybe maybe somebody else. Maybe there's yeah. still room for you somewhere, buddy. But yeah, I remember even before they announced it, you know, a Netflix Luke Cage show way back when Avengers came out. He was like, "If they make Luke Cage, I want to be Luke Cage. Please, please, please! I'll put up a billboard. Make me Luke Cage." All right. So the other one for the night is Doctor Strange, starring uh, Benefluf Benefluf Otterface. <laughs> And uh, the operative, and Rachel McAdams, and Wong. Wong. <laughs> Every time I saw him, I was like, "Hey, it's the guy from it's Kublai Khan." It is Kublai Khan. It's like that guy is in everything now. And then you hear him speak, and he's got a really thick British accent. And you're like, "Stop confusing me, man." <laughs> he's from Manchester. He they're they're allowed. He's allowed to be from Manchester. I know. I'm just saying, Asian guy, no Asian accent. Okay, fine. But he, then he speaks okay, with an American accent. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, you don't even have the American accent. That's fake, too. <laughs> Speaking of which, does anyone, every time I heard Benedict Cumberbatch use his American accent, I went, my God, this guy went to the exact same voice coach as the guy who did House. Yeah, Hugh Laurie. Yeah, that's, that's, oh. well, I, I'm willing to bet. almost identical. I'm willing to bet it was the same guy at the BBC. Like, it's, yeah. it is one guy at the BBC that teaches people how to sound like Americans. <laughs> yeah, it's like. They sound almost exactly the same, and they both have a really hard R that no American speaks with. That That's the one thing they really? can't... That, that's the, the hard R. thing to fix. Like, nobody says it like that, but it's not, you know, so unorthodox that it, you know, breaks it. But, of course, like, the, the true star of the show is Cloak of Le Levitation. Oh, my oh God. God. He's you a mean, bro. Hey, hey I'm, I'm happy to see Aladdin's magic carpet... Get continue to get work. I mean, D I, Disney had him rolled up in storage for a while, but they dusted him off and gave him a job, and it's great. But since the moment he appeared, I wanted to throw a Pokeball at it. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. Now, but you were that, talking about pace earlier. Yeah, Luke, um, Luke Cage is slow burn, sometimes too slow for my taste. Doctor Strange is the exact opposite. It is step on the gas and hang on. In fact, to the point where I was like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. They go well, the through his from origin me, story in about twenty minutes, and you're like, "Well, everyone minute, kind like go, I think an asshole doctor." Now he's the like, world. What the hell? Well, no, like well, I think everyone thing, knows the beats of the superhero origin story. So let's just pop through Act One quickly and get into uh, the magic kung fu shit. I, well, here's I the know, thing: for me, a lot of movies have issues 
displaying the passage of time. Like, Revenge of the Sith was supposed to be over, like, six months. It felt like a weekend. Yeah. Um, or less. Uh, but honestly, with that first act of Doctor Strange, it felt like this guy had spent years trying to get his hands back. Yeah, for, the, yeah, for that first, you know, okay, he's you know, years, but he goes from, okay, I'm a damaged doctor with busted hands to 20 minutes later, I am the greatest. I'm an okay magician. <laughs> I am. I am tangling. I am on the same level as the ancient one who's been practicing for thousands of years. Like, dude, you, you did this in like a weekend. Well, uh, Stephen no, Strange it was really is, six months, which is still ridiculous, but still. Stephen Strange is like you know the fifth smartest guy in the Marvel universe, according to Richards, who is wrong. <laughs> Doesn't even put Doom on the list. He, he's the fifth smartest guy in the Marvel universe, but in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he's moved up to four because there is no Doom. Yeah, that's right. In fact, he's moved up to three because there's no Reed Richards either. Yeah. So that makes Tony Stark the smartest man. Ah, oh, shit. Him or Pym, right? <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I liked the... I mean, yeah, Doctor Strange is kind of like Iron Man 2.0. Well, but it's different enough. They hit a lot of plot points. Well, they're both what sort of characters defined by hubris. It, it's hard not to... It, they're very similar, because they came out of the same writer, and it's it's hard to escape that without pissing off a bunch of fans. I'm, and I'm, I'm a little upset that he is that quippy, because, I mean, Stephen Strange is not the funny guy. Like, I recall him making one joke. Parker noticed it. And he was pissed off when Iron Man called him a facial hair bro. Facial hair bro. I hate you so much. Facial hair bro. There, there was a... Well, <laughs> Somebody recently, there was the same where, where uh, Doctor Strange says something. Iron Man looks at him and goes, "You got an awesome facial hair, bro." And he just looks at him and goes, "I still hate you. <laughs> I still remember it. I still hate you." Well, the the thing for me is he didn't feel like Marvel Prime Doctor Strange to me. His attitude, even after getting his ability with his magic, he felt kind of like Ultimate Stephen Strange who would quip with his opponents. He would say jokes. He would crack joke, you know, a, a, a funny one-liner at somebody's, you know, what, costume or whatever. But the also thing is, is that it wasn't just Stephen Strange doing it. It was just the timing of the scenes. When he's sitting there on the table in the astral plane fighting this dude, and he... he literally rips a hole through dimensions and he goes hit me again wait what <laughs> hit me again <sighs> i mean just the the writing it, it felt it felt like almost like the first mummy movie with brendan fraser because it was able to rock that roller coaster of really sad dramatic funny while we're running for our lives to oh my god we're going to die to relax guys i got this well, I, I complain about the pacing. I complain about the plot a little bit of too many, you know, paint by numbers superhero plot. But the thing I will not complain about, nor will I ever complain about, is the cinematic and the action scenes in this. It's like this is this is someone took Inception and said, "Hey, we can out crazy this." Z fight in the middle of Inception. We can out oh crazy this. Like, we can go full <laughs> Ditko on this. Right. And that I mean, is this Thor is one went full I... Kirby and Ditko, do, do and this went full Ditko. Not drink and watch his you know 
introduction into magic that the mm. ancient one gives him. If you drink and watch that in 3D, you may not come back. <laughs> this is definitely one that if I had a 3D television, I would get the 3D Blu-ray for. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, this is one of the Those few films that 3D weird -ass dreams actually that worth it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, plot, eh, paint by numbers. The pacing, way too fast for my liking. But you know what? When I get down to it, there were some kick-ass action scenes and some amazing cinematography on this thing. Dormammu, I've come to make a deal. <laughs> or I've come to make a bargain. I've come to bargain. I've come to bargain. I've come to remember like 30 times later. Why would you die? Well, okay, there's part of me that feels like that's a bit of a missed opportunity to show him really getting good at magic. Because he's caught in a time loop, right? So he's yeah. going to make those loops a little bit longer every time. He Like, you could have shown him learning in that sequence instead of playing yeah, it for jokes. Maybe. The whole point is... The whole point is he, he knew he had no shot of winning, so he creates the time loop. Like, well, that way, no matter what happens, he eventually has to bargain. It's like Magic the Gathering. Happens, but until then... <laughs> it's like Magic the Gathering, where you know you can't beat your opponent by hitting his health directly. Instead, you pull out a unlimited card combo that just makes him run out of cards in his deck and lose the game by default. You, you, you milled an Elder God, Steve. You milled <laughs> yeah. an Elder God. <laughs> Also, hey, I'm a little. That's all you like. He won the fight. <laughs> I, 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 I get that, but I'm a little upset that they they had Jericho Drum in this movie, not Doctor Voodoo, just just a guy named Master Drum. And I was like, no, he's Doctor Voodoo. <laughs> there, there's a sequel coming. I know, but he he's still gonna be wearing the funky Tibetan robes, and I'm like, you, you could show off some other styles of magic here with Doctor Voodoo. So he, so so he, he it's like we need to. Go to New Orleans. Why? There's something important there. Well, I know a guy. <laughs> uh, maybe there's still hope for Senor Magico. <laughs> well, and there was the blink and you miss it runaways cameo. Just for a second. I didn't even see a runaways cameo. What was that? Um, um, it was Nico's mom holding the staff of one. It literally, it's like literally you blink and you miss it. I blinked and missed this scene. Um, when they're arming up at the Hong Kong sanctum. This chick grabs a staff on a wall, and it's in this trident form. And then suddenly it slides, and everything is now a circle at the top of a staff. Mm. And that's supposed to be Nico's mom wielding the staff of one. Oh, that yeah, this is this is three frames, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Definitely blinking and whistle, then. Can I also say, I know we, we hit on him earlier, Benedict Wong. I love this guy and oh, everything he's in. Oh, that guy's great. Like, okay, like, Beyonce. Wong is, like, Wong is There's the another admitted. Part. Long is the best part of any another, He's another admitted story. super comic book fan. They said he growing up, he was huge into Spider-Man. He goes, and, and I knew that I'm way too fat to play Spider-Man or anyone in Spider-Man. So when they said, you want to be in Doctor Strange? I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Do I get to meet Spider-Man? <laughs> Eventually in some Avengers crossover movie. Cool. <laughs> Long is the best part of Doctor Strange stories some days. So having well, having a guy this good as Wong makes me happy. Yeah, I like the fact, I was afraid that they, they, like, they're they going to make him the butler. It's like, no, that's a 70s trope that they just kind of kept rolling with until modern day. And modern day Wong is not a butler. He's a guy who just kind of hangs around Dr. Strange. I like what they changed. Okay, he's the librarian. In fact, he's the badass librarian. If you're, you're late, if you get the late fee on him, it's not a penalty. It's a broken finger. <laughs> uh, I love that whole introduction. It's like, so what's the penalty for late fees? Or, or, or if I get past two, I send your soul into eternal damnation. 
you can do You're not that. joking about that, are you? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> it's like, okay, no, no late fees. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love Benedict Wong. It is the stupidest joke in all of Marvel. I don't care when he's sitting there listening to Beyonce. I'm like, I laugh myself silly. <laughs> it's like, that is the dumbest, <laughs> is the dumbest joke Beyonce. in a Marvel movie, yet I still laugh myself silly, so... <laughs> And we got our Stan Lee cameo reading The Doors of Perception, which was great. Yeah. Like that that is a book about doing acid in a movie that <laughs> looks like you've done acid. <laughs> uh. Best Stan Lee cameo I still give to Ant Man where he's the DJ in the strip club. <laughs> that was Crazy that, that was Deadpool. That was Deadpool. No, he was a uh, in- in Ant-Man, he... He was, oh, he was the bartender. I think he was a bus driver? No, he in Ant-Man, he was the bartender who was like, yeah, she is crazy, stupid, fine. Crazy, super fine. Okay, I take oh, that back. Oh, that's right, yeah. Best cameo yeah, was Deadpool. Best cameo was the DJ in the strip club in Deadpool. <laughs> Can we talk about how um, Stan Lee's cameos are getting less and less heroic? Like, Spider-Man 1, he's saving people from rubble, and now he's just guy on bus. Yeah. I don't care. I still, I still think my personal favorite was when he was the librarian in Amazing Spider-Man 1. Well, that was just a great sight gag. Yeah. I, I still liked... I, I still like the that, and I still like the Avengers cameo, but the cut one. Oh. You know, in Avengers, you know, he, he's the very end, but there was a cut cameo where he talks to Steve Rogers and goes, ask for a number, moron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a great one. Speaking of the cameo, that, Thor at the end, that was fun. Oh, that... Was that it's just the parlor back. tricks. It's like, <laughs> T, really? Well, would you like something stronger? Yes. Pulls his hand back. It's a stein. That <laughs> and he drinks it itself. itself. <laughs> yeah. Do I ever have to leave? <laughs> Eventually. Okay. Well, I, I just like, love that now Stephen Strange literally is back to his own self. As, I got all this. So when are you and your like, brother leaving? No. He's like, well, as soon as we find our father. So if I help you find your father, you'll leave faster? Yes. Great. Let's do That's that. Fine. <laughs> and apparently that mean that was a cue that he was actually going to have a few scenes in Thor three. Right. It's not a total throwaway. So that's nifty. Oh, yeah, they, they said he will be, be in Thor three. Uh, surprisingly amount. They said he's going to be in a, you know, more than a, just a throwaway cameo. He'll be in the movie for a little bit. Well, I mean, that like feels going to be in the movie for a little bit. That feels, that feels <laughs> well, like Dr. Strange though, where it's like, I have a magic problem. Steven help. <laughs> when you got well, considering that Thor is going up against Surtur, a bona fide fire devil god, is gonna probably need some help by somebody who can sling magic, yeah. and not or just smash. a super advanced hammer or smash, Hulk smash, Hulk smash, yeah. a whole land no, where uh, he can smash all the things. Yes, indeed. Well, Doc Strange, he is going. I think my favorite thing about him is. It's, he's because of the magic and the you know, weirdness and the wackiness. It's just fun, going to be fun to see him interact with other characters. You know, he, him and Tony Stark together. I dream of that scene oh in Infinity War. No I shit, want, Sherlock. Thank you. I, I want somebody to do the no shit Sherlock joke <laughs> and have those two just stare at each other kind of awkwardly. <laughs> I want awesome facial hair bros in real life. I want it to happen, please. <laughs> Oh, I can see that they just beat like one of Thanos's goons. Tony walks up to uh, Strange's facial hair bro bump. What facial hair bros? What? Uh, and then they fist bump. 
I'm going to leave it hanging here until you hit it. Just puts up his fist. I hit you. Boom. <laughs> you got to have the goofy look on his face, though. He's going to have that wide-eyed, big grin hand sitting up there. I'm going to hold it all day until you hit it, buddy. <laughs> so the, um, there, there's an anecdote that came out of one of the British chat shows as this way when, the, when this was first announced. And he was talking mostly about, um, I think, Series 3 of Sherlock, but he'd just been announced as Doctor Strange. And he, he was talking to um, the, the presenter, and he's like, so, you know, one a few years back, someone told me I'd have been a great ste- Doctor Strange. And I said, Doctor Who? And then the fan said, that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that. That's a good gag. That's a great one-liner. Yeah. I, I I don't care how or why. We need to get Matt Smith in the Marvel universe somehow. I'm just saying he would be so good. He's got to be something really obscure, though. Well, they could put him in a villain role. No, that didn't work so well in uh, the last the last Doctor. Uh, we put yeah. in a villain role. No, that worked fine. And I'm just saying the last time he played a villain was the, that god-awful Terminator movie. Uh, I'm sorry, there, there's a fifth trans- Terminator movie? Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, you I'm lost sorry. me there. I, Not ringing any bells. You know, we, you know, between, you know, Doctor Strange screwing with timelines, Barry Allen screwing with timelines, all the timelines screw around with, t- Transformer, or with Terminator, period, it's kind of getting a little fuzzy. <laughs> you know, just like there's only one Highlander movie and one Matrix movie. Yeah, yeah. So the difference between you and me is I look evil right in the eye. You guys just choose to ignore it. I just like the joke. I just like running with it sometimes. Okay. I again, I come from improv. I have to yes and. It's my first instinct. My first instinct is to go straight to who's on first, but that's just me. Who is on first? Yeah. You know, he's he, he hangs it with Long a lot. No, he's on first. Uh, Rachel McAdams was great in this, though. We didn't mention her much, but oh, she played a a pretty good like romantic foil to Stephen Strange. Like they have feeling like it, it's not the typical thing of, or I mean, it is I'll, typical I'll thing f- of. Hey, we want to be together, but my job as a superhero gets in the way of it. But it actually kind of felt a little natural. Like well, he'd it's... been gone for two years, and he's she still a dick. <laughs> yeah, he's still a dick. Oh, I just. My favorite thing about her performance is she looked genuinely shocked and amazed and weirded out by stuff that you got to remember wasn't really there. She's acting against nothing and fake stuff, but she plays it like, oh my God, it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Holy crap, I'm so confused. Top of it, despite the fact that there's nothing really there. <laughs> but yes, Doctor Strange. That was That was fine. It was fun. I'm good for more. Between Ant-Man and Doctor Strange, we can basically say at this point, Marvel can't screw up. I Man. feel like like even if they well, falter, like it doesn't feel as bad as other people. They faltered with Age of Ultron, but the thing is, is they learned from it, it and they picked themselves. It still had enjoyable stuff, but they learned from what they did wrong with it, and they made sure to not make those same mistakes again. As opposed to the other side of the market with DC... And like <laughs> we'll, people we'll are saying, there. oh, Man of Steel was too dark. Oh, let's let's darken it up even more. To be fair, Wonder Woman looks really freaking kick ass. We'll see if it is. My biggest one problem: Suicide Squad looked really kick ass. The my biggest problem with the DC stuff though is Goyer is doing all the rewrites. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just they, found they out that up. McAdams is a Toronto girl. Get going. Well, half of the women in Hollywood is are from Canada anyway, so... Yay, Canada. 
Yay. So yeah. So that was Doctor Strange. Uh, we'll be back next time with something. Yay, something. Something. A thing that does the stuff at the place. It's better than nothing. That is true. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Do none of those things. I don't care. Huh. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Thank you for listening. I Thought They Smelled Bad on the Outside is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 3.0, unported, international license. Visit our website, sbopodcast.com, for more episodes, contact information, social media links, and if you could be so kind as to, please subscribe and rate our show on your podcasting app of choice.